Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, episode 30 of the Nino's Corner podcast. Today, we're going to talk about some of the NFL free agency movement um, that has been going on here lately, uh, mainly with two uh, main actions here. First with Dak Prescott signing, well, Dak Prescott being issued a franchise tag that's going to pay him roughly $33 million a year. The second one is DeAndre Hopkins being traded from the Houston Texans to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson um, and a slew of picks. Uh, so let's get into Dak's contract first. So rumors have come out that Dak was offered a contract in the in the realm of $33 million per year with $105 million guaranteed um, over that contract. So guaranteed money over 100 mil, so $105 million guaranteed. Look, guys, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, which is – about 15, 20 minutes outside of where Dak is from in Halton, Louisiana. Hey, guys, Dak is betting on himself. I don't know if I make that bet right now. $105 million is a lot of money coming from where we're from. And I can say we because we grew up pretty much within the 30-mile radius of each other. That's a lot of money. That's life-changing money. That's generational wealth. I get it. He wants to bet on himself if he comes out on top and ends up making $40 million a year next year, then that's all good for him. Maybe it's one of those Kirk Cousins deals where he ends up getting franchise tag two years in a row and then goes and signs to a team for a guaranteed contract making 90 to $100 million a year there. And he has essentially saying if he gets $100 million another 33, so you're looking at, let's say, $166 million guaranteed over a four- or five-year span. Maybe so. Maybe he's betting on himself. But in the game of football, guys, where it's not a matter of if you get injured or it's when you get injured – um, most guys want that contract because they want security and they want the security blanket of knowing that, you know, they have money in the bank, whether they get hurt or not, and that their family is going to be taken care of for lifetimes over. Um, and my general opinion, guys, is $105 million is a lot of money. Now, I'm not going to count the men's pockets, but that is a lot of money, uh, $105 million. So, you know, that's more than what Carson Wentz got. I think Carson Wentz got $102 million. Um, Kirk Cousins. His was fully guaranteed, if I'm not mistaken, a three-year, $86 million fully guaranteed contract. It's almost $30 million a year. Um, I think Russell Wilson is uh, averaging around $31, $32 million a year. This would put Dak as one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league at $33 million a year and $105 million guaranteed. Now, I don't know all, all, I don't know all of the actual um, numbers when it comes to that contract. How many years was it for and things of that nature? But I just know it's $105 million guaranteed. That's a lot of money. Now, Dak's betting on himself, guys. He's betting on himself that he is going to perform during this uh, franchise tag. Um, and not only perform during, you know, like actually during this franchise tag, but do well. And he's going to command more money on the open market next year if the Cowboys don't franchise him again. But you got to mind you guys, the Cowboys put the exclusive franchise tag on him, which means it's not the regular franchise tag in which if you put the regular franchise tag on the player, um, a team would have to give up two first rounders and sign that player to a contract. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. 
this is the exclusive. So this means this opens up the trade realms where it's, uh, you know, the Cowboys can trade him for a lot more than just two first rounders. And I think what the Cowboys are doing, if they are looking at exploring any options of trading Dak Prescott, it's they're looking at the market now. Larry Tunzel goes to Houston for two first rounders. Clowney for a couple first rounders. Um, you know, those guys are great players, but neither one of them are quarterbacks, which is the franchise of your team. They're the face of your team. This is if you get a good quarterback, you are set for the next 10 years. That is the person who makes the engine start, makes the engine run. It's who the players look up to. So Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones might be thinking that they can get more than two first rounders from the market for Dak Prescott. Hence them slapping that exclusive franchise tag. They're probably thinking they can get in the, uh, you know, three first round picks for them or four first round picks. That's even assuming that they are going to trade them. I think that the Cowboys want to keep Dak. That's why they offered him a $33 million contract with $105 million in guarantees. They just want the number to be right for them. And I understand Dak. Dak's looking like, hey, everybody else is getting paid. You know, you know, think about it. Everybody else is setting the market. Jared Goff set the market. Carson Wentz set the market. Let me set the market too. And I get it. So it's a it's a it's a tug and pull situation here. Um just got to understand it coming from both sides of the house. But, hey, guys, like I said, I'm from Shreveport. Dak's from Halton. That's a 15, 20-minute drive from each other. I know what Halton's like. $105 million in our great state of Louisiana, us coming from the situations that we came from. Um, in the middle of nowhere with literally nothing, that's a lot of money. Um, but touche, touche. <laughs> I don't know if I could turn $105 million down. That's just me. But, hey, guys, I am a Cowboys fan. So when I talk about the Dak Prescotts and things of that nature, it's because I am a Cowboys fan and I really care about the team. I remember crying in the in the the snow game against Miami Dolphins when Leon Lett went for that ball and dove on the ground and we lost the game, right, on that, on that field goal. I remember crying in that game, sitting at my grandmother's house because we had lost that game. That's how much of a Cowboy fan I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's take a small break and listen to one of our sponsors. All right, guys, now that we're back from the, uh, from the sponsor break, let's talk about this other big trade or big free agency slash trade uh, 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 thing that hit the market here. DeAndre Hopkins from the Houston Texans gets traded to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson. So I think it's DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick gets shipped to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson, a second and a fourth-round pick. Wow. First off, what is Deshaun Watson thinking right now? <laughs> the best, the best wide receiver. If he's not the best, he's one of the top three best wide receivers in the league. He just lost his number one target in DeAndre Hopkins. And you know what the thing about DeAndre Hopkins, what makes Nuke so good, is that he's had a slew of quarterbacks, literally anybody off the street coming and throwing him balls, and he's been balling out. He finally got into a – I mean, he was always in the groove, guys. He's past four or five years. He's been the top two or three wide receiver in the, in the, in the game. 
But now you got a guy like Deshaun Watson who can extend plays and make things happen. And Duke, I'm not Duke, Nuke can go out there and do his thing and kind of freelance sometimes. And they make magic. (laughs) They make magic. Number one option on that Houston Texans team. DeAndre Hopkins is traded. On the flip side, what is Kyler Murray thinking? Wow. Not only does he have Larry Fitzgerald, who's playing in the slot right now, who's killing it, old man, grandfather, slash daddy, whatever you want to call him, Larry Fitzgerald's one of the greatest wide receivers to ever play this game, guys. And now you pair him with probably the best wide receiver that is currently playing in this game. That can essentially extend Fitzgerald's career even longer. Think about that for a minute. You guys know I'm a Cowboys fan, so I always like to go back to what ifs. What if the Cowboys would have drafted Randy Moss back in the day while Michael Irvin was still on that team? Don't even think about the off the field distractions. <laughs> there would have been a lot of them out there. But him being on the field, going deep across the middle, would have just opened up things so much more for Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin's career probably would have extended another three or four years if he wouldn't have got that hit down there in Philly. But um, having another great player beside you when you're playing wide receiver, it just opens up everything else because you can't double team Fitzgerald anymore. Um, you can't put two on him. Now you got to put two on on Nuke. If you don't, if you put two on Nuke, Fitzgerald's going to eat up the guy in the middle because he's so strong and he's so powerful. And his, his football IQ is so amazing. But um, Kyler Murray just inherited the, <laughs> the best wide receiver in the game, if you ask me. Now, they are losing some with David Johnson, but you know David Johnson is one hell of a running back who is uh, a guy who can go for 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving in a season. Um, but he didn't do that last year, and they did a lot, almost a running back by committee last year. They, they spread the ball around a lot. Um, so not having David Johnson on Arizona is not going to really affect them that much, but having, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is really going to affect them. It's going to make them very good. And I'm very interested. I'm a big 12 guy too, guys. You guys know I graduated from the university of Texas Hookem. I'm a big 12 guy and watching football over the past, I don't know, 20 years or so in the big 12, I got to see Cliff Kingsbury, how he did against Texas and other teams in the Big 12. When he played as a coach, I got to see him and how his offenses were something that were amazing. He didn't feel a good defense, but his offenses were great. He can put up 60 points on anybody in 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 a hurry. And this is him getting guys that weren't the caliber of player that go to Texas weren't the caliber of player that go to the Texas A&M, weren't the caliber of player that go to the LSUs and the Bamas. He was getting guys that nobody else wanted, and he was making these guys freaking studs. Think about that for a minute. Now you're giving him an, a pro athlete who's the best at what he does, and you put him in that offense. Oh, my God. Then you give him a fresh quarterback, Kyler Murray, who can ball out, no matter what you want to say. I'm a I'm a Texas guy, guys. You know, I went to Texas. You know, you know, what time is it, guys? It is 3.33 p.m. and OU still sucks, but God doggy, Kyler Murray can ball out. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. That little boy can ball out. I like watching Kyler play. I'm a Texas guy. 
and I, I'm not ashamed to say it. I like watching him play because he's exciting. I love football. I love it. Love to watch Kyler Murray play. I do. Love to see Texas beat him two years ago in the Cotton Bowl. Sure did. Loved it. But I love to watch that dude play because he can ball out and he leads it all out there in the field. And I didn't think he was going to do great in the league. He proved me wrong. Proved me wrong. Probably the greatest uh, high school quarterback in the state of Texas, Kyler Murray. Yes, he is. Not probably. He is. Sorry he went to OU, but he is. Greatest high school quarterback in the state of Texas history. We have some great quarterbacks come out of that state. Andrew Luck. Stafford. Whole bunch of good quarterbacks, guys. Vince Young. I'm just throwing some old school guys. Reggie McNeil. Y'all remember him coming out of high school. Come on, guys. So let me get off my soapbox from that. But that kid just inherited Larry Fitzgerald paired with DeAndre Hopkins. That team's going to be explosive next year. Mark my words. Minus injury, they're going to be explosive. First of all, what is the Houston Texans thinking? They let go of that guy. They probably didn't want to renegotiate his contract. Usually things come down to money, right, guys? Usually things come down to money. But O'Brien, Jesus Christ, man, you got to – that's that's your bread and butter. You got your quarterback who you can't keep upright because you can't put a line around him. So you go out and spend a bunch of money on a left tackle who proved to be that's what you should have done. But you also got your number one player on your team, probably minus your quarterback. And that guy's nuke and you trade him. Man, this is just wow, guys. The trades are coming in. The franchise tags are coming in, guys. Oh, man. Let me know what you guys think was going on with all this. But anyways, on that note, guys. Two big topics today. Dak Prescott just got franchise tagged for $33 million. Well, it'll be roughly around $33 million. It's the average of the top five quarterbacks. The exclusive franchise tag, so Dallas can trade him for more than what the two first-round picks would have been given to them if they just put a regular franchise tag on him. And the second story, guys, DeAndre uh, Hopkins traded to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson. Texans get Johnson. Cardinals get Hopkins. What do you guys think about these two things, guys? So, hey, guys, if you like what you hear, man, listen, like, subscribe. Uh, give me them five-star likes and comments on all of your streaming platforms. Um, you know, For more information, go to ninoscorner.com, N-I-N-O-S, corner, C-O-R-N-E-R.com, or go to ninoscornersports.com, and uh, you can see all my sports analysis. Um, but on that note, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening to episode 30. We're getting, you know, we're trying to normalize some things now with all the things that are going on with the coronavirus and people being off work. So, hey, just listen to the podcast for a little bit. Get your little sports back in your life, man, and, and calm down and simmer down a little bit, baby. And on that note, Nino's Corner, I'm out.